Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. And you know, we have to begin, we have to finish this fight, church. You and I have to finish this fight that we are commissioned. Whether you're a pastor or just a member, or whatever, you got to finish your fight. You got to finish your walk with Christ to the day you go home and be with the Lord. Amen. And you hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant. And so, well, I kind of jumped ahead, but let's pray before I start the message. So, Father God, we just thank you for today. Lord, I pray for this message today. We'll touch hearts today, Lord God. Lord, I just anoint me with your word today, Lord God. Anoint me with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. And I pray that people will be touched by you today, not by man, but by you today, Father God. May you will move in this service and pour out your heart to people, Lord God. Even during worship, you were pouring out your heart to people. There's people that are hurting that need the comforter, Lord God. There are people who are undecisive in decisions that need to make decisions today. And Lord, and you'll give them the right decision to make today, Lord God. Even those who might have served you today, that today could be their day that they come back to you today, Lord God. And maybe if there's someone here today that doesn't know you today as our Lord and Savior, that today they will receive you as our Lord and Savior because that's what this is about, salvation. And so we give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so with that, what I'm getting at is that I've been saved a little over 30 years. I've been in ministries all my life, done everything. And there's one thing, I, I, and, I, and I've done this. So when I preach messages to my church, they're basically things that have happened in my life. And there's a part in our lives that we do things, and the message is titled, if you're taking notes, there is no 50-50. I'm here to tell you, there is no 50-50 in life. What that means is that you, can, you can't give half-hearted in life, and you definitely can't give half-hearted in serving God. You, you're either all in for God, or you're not. Did you hear what I said? I said, you're either all in for God or you're not. You'd be like, well, that's kind of harsh. No, no, I've been saved 30 years. I know the game. I played the 50-50. I've been that 50-50 person, and it's not good. And when I realized that I go all in for God, no matter the struggles, no matter the hardships, no matter the trials, no matter the disappointments, and I give God everything at the end. His return is greater. Did you hear what? At the end, his return is greater. Now, I don't know how long it takes. Some of us, it takes longer. It's, it's taken us 10 years to get where we're at at Captivate right now. And so when you saw that announcement of the pastor, it took us 10 years to build that. And I've been, when I started, Lord, I need leaders. I need this. I need that. And he was like, no, son, it's not time yet. But if you give your all to this, I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. And when you trust me, I'm going to show you what I can do. See, every time you do it, you're messing it up. And I've done some things. I put people in I shouldn't have put people in. It was just because it was a spur of the moment. You get excited. And I've learned these things. And so I learned that I can't go 50-50. And we can't do that in our lives either. See, I'm here to tell you, you can't get 50% in your marriage. And all the women, should, the wives should have said, amen. That's right. No, go ahead. You ain't giving 50-50 in this. A, come on. You can't give 50%. Right? You can't give 50% at your work. And if you are, that's the reason why you're always getting laid off. 
Oh, I'm preaching. Hey, I'm a business owner. I own a business. Guys, give us 50%. You're done. You wreck a truck of ours and you, you keep messing around, you're done. So you don't get 50-50. I know I kind of a straight to the point, harsh preacher kind of, but it's, it's life. It's life. You don't, you don't do that. Right? You can't give 50% of your time to your kids. You're wondering why your kids are all messed up? Because you only gave 50%. Now, I'm not saying give 100%. Put them all the sports where they miss everything. Because I'm here to tell you, I think at conference we heard, our, our kids ain't going to be that pro athlete. The one in one million, whatever it's going to be. But I'm being honest. I did that with my kids. And I with, with, was with friends who gave their whole lives to sports with them. And thank God, my kids are serving the Lord. See, they're going to grow up. They got to live. And I've seen these other kids, <laughs> DUIs, wreck their parents' cars, locked up in, in juvie and in jail. So you don't give your kids 50%. You know, I'm at a stage in my life, uh, me and Pastor Bid, we were empty nesters, and something happened in our life, and um, we're in the process this next year that we'll be adopting my grandson. But you gotta understand something, now I'm a parent again. Not only am I a parent, I'm a parent to, at the time he was one month old. He's two now, I have a toddler. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, they're like, the grandparents will happen like, yeah. But you know what I mean? I have a toddler, me and Pastor Ray have a toddler now. Now, do I give this toddler 50% of grandpa? I have to give him 100% of papa. And that's how we have to be with the Lord, is we have to give 100%. See, when we don't have this, I believe the following happens because this happened in my life. We don't have joy. We don't have peace. There's no peace in our life, in our spirit, in our homes. We don't have love. What ends up happening, we become angry. There's anger and bitterness, frustration, and our spirits are unsettled. And then we become complainers. We complain. But why? It's because, see, we didn't give our all in it. In Luke chapter 16, 13 says this. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other. You're going to love one or the other. Or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. Then I like how he says this. You cannot serve both God and money at the end. Who are you serving today? What are you serving today? That's the key. Are you serving Jesus with 100% of you or 50%? What is that 50% you're serving? Well, NFL started. I know everybody's, oh, hey. <laughs> Deliverance is here today in the house. See, I come from Northern California, so we all know who lives in Northern California. Jesus does. And you're going to be like, what has that got to do with it? Because I tell this to my church all the time. It's the Niners. And every reason to get mad. But it's the only team that has the blood of Jesus and the streets of gold. It's biblical. 
I tell you, right here, red, the blood of Jesus, gold, streets of heaven. You're going to be in Niner territory when you go to heaven. I'm sorry. Now you're going to see the Niners in a different view. Come on, somebody. We, la we have a good time, right? But just the, the question is, who are you serving today? We have one foot in church, one foot out church. I serve Facebook more than I go to a home group. I want to see how many TikToks I get. In 1 Corinthians 10, 21, it says this. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons, too. So you're wondering why your life's messed up. Well, why don't you give Jesus 100% and watch your life change? Amen. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. 50-50. You might wonder, my home is so full of stress and doesn't feel right. What are you allowing in your home? I, I, I just spoke this at my church like two weeks ago. What are you allowing in your home to let it be like that? What have you allowed to get your house to be in chaos? When was the last time you prayed over your home? When was the last time when everybody was asleep, the kids, however your home is, and you went and you began to anoint every room in your house and start praying for the Holy Spirit to be in my house? Amen. So you're wondering why it's chaotic and it's all, because Jesus isn't in there. I'm sorry. I've been there. There's times I want to pray for my home, and I guess what? I know when my home's not right, especially when you have a lot of people over, and they're not saved, amen, but you're doing God's loving and everything to show them the love of Christ, and they're bringing all this stuff in their house, amen. We just had it like last week. We had like 15 people just come over all of a sudden for a baptism. What are you doing, church? What are you watching that you're allowing these spirits in? The spirits of lust and the spirit of pornography and the spirit of whatever fear. And the kids are screaming because they're seeing the kukui at the window or whatever it may be. Oh, come on. Oh, I know, I know. See, instead of being, I'm so tired, and oh, you keep waking me, oh, why don't you get up, okay, and let me pray, let me pray for you, let me pray for my children, pray for your children, amen, lay hands on them, amen, let them know that it's going to be right, the peace of God will be on their spirit, and they'll sleep tonight, see, that's my prayer for my grandson every night, I put that little boy to bed almost every night, and every night, he expects prayer. See, James also tells us Christians that are indecisive and double-minded, uh, and a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Are you stable? Are you stable in the Lord? Well, for three months, I'm on fire for God. Then the next three, now, not really, because, you know, I'm not feeling it here. It's not a feeling. Jesus is not a feeling, church. It's called a relationship. A relationship with my Lord and Savior. Hey, there's times I don't feel Jesus all the time, trust me. But it's a relationship. There's times I don't get all that 
my hair stand up and feeling good. Like there's times I'm always at, there's times I've asked him, Lord, where are you? Where, where are you, God? Why, why aren't you answering this? And you know what his response to me is? I've always been here. Where have you been? I never left you. Have you ever been dry like you haven't prayed for like a week? Read anything for like two months? And the spirit's dry? That's 50-50. But the minute you read something in the, in the word of God, and the minute you start building this relationship with Christ and start seeking him and praying with him and spending that time, not, make it, not having your wife make you pray, you men get up and start praying, amen. Be the priest of the home. Man up. Be men of God. And that's why we're unstable. It's because who we're serving. There was a part of my life, in my walk, that I just, I had enough of church. I was like, this stuff's getting too, too political for me. And I started becoming unstable in my walk. And I was a, a, I was a pastor in my church, the church I was once at, that I served at. And I went through, there was a very dark time in, in my walk that I went through. And I don't share this much to anybody, but this is where I'm trying to share my testimony of being 50-50 for God. And there were, my wife was doing, they, they would do these worship services and there was one and they went up there and you ever get that friendly nudge, like go up to the altar-like thing because you need it from the other leader? So I was getting the nudges. I'm like, okay, let me get you guys off my back right now because I'm only here for my wife. I'm not here for you guys. I'm not here to get, I'm just, I'm, I went up. So I go up and I start breaking before God and my daughter's there in the far back. She came after, she goes, dad, there's demons all over you. I says, what do you mean? When you were lifting your hands, I saw the demons that were suppressing you, pushing you, pushing everything down on you. And she told me this, what stopped you, dad? And at the time she was a teenager. Dad, what stopped you? What made you like, quit doing what you're doing, dad? I was 50-50 in that part of my life. Because I was going through some things that I was like, I wanted more in life. Anybody been there besides me? I like, I want more in life. And I started achieving more in life, but I was doing it without the Lord. And I didn't take it before him and let him bless it. I, I said, no, I'm going to bless this. Opportunities come. I'm going to bless this. You're making, uh, there's opportunities. I'm going to go make this money right now. So a little quick background I'm in the plumbing trade commercial plumbing so I started out um, as a, a union plumber in uh, Northern California and there was a time where uh, we're working a lot of overtime tons of overtime I was like here it is man 
Saturday, Sundays, all double time holiday weekends. Man, we're talking like back in the day, it was like so much. And I just remember it was rainy one, Christ, one New Year's, uh, Christmas Eve, and I started working, and we we're supposed to be at my mother in law's house with Pastor Viv. And, you know, I said, hey, I can't, man. I'll be home in an hour. You know, that hour turns into two hours, turns into three hours. Turns into... And I remember by the time I got off, it was 10 p.m. And I've been there since 7 a.m. And the look on Pastor Vivian's face, because I went after riches. And that was a part of my life that I was kind of 50-50 in with God. And all she says, you will never, ever do this again. I don't care how broke we are. I don't care what we don't have. I don't care. I don't, you will never work like this ever again. And so us macho men say, yeah, okay, what are you going to do about it? Then what gives you the right to tell me that? Her words were, then I'm going to leave you. I said, you're really going to leave me if I do this again? She says, I will leave you. So in Mark chapter 10, verse 17 through 22, it's about the rich young man. And Jesus, as Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. 19, you know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You should not steal. You should not give false testimony. You should not defraud. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, I, all these I have kept since I was a boy. And Jesus looked to him and said, looked, Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, is go sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad. He thought he was doing all the right. He thought he knew everything, but the one thing he didn't know is, you're not giving me your all. You're holding on to one thing that holds you back from being with me, your possessions. See, Jesus is not saying that we can't have anything, church. That's not what it's about. There's a lot of prosperity in this thing, in the, in, the, in the Word. But Jesus is saying when prosperity stops you from giving you your all to me, that's when we have an issue. That's when there's going to be a problem. Because, see, now we're trusting on the wealth, and we're trusting on all our uh, possessions, and we're trusting all that, and we're not trusting in God. And the minute I did that with Pastor Vivian, when I quit working all that overtime, I told the Lord, I said, then, Lord, as I get into this trade, one day let me be a business partner. I want to own my own company. And it took time, but eventually I became, I became a partner of the company I'm in now, today. See, Jesus met the need more and above. Do you hear what I'm saying? See, when I gave my all now, he's meeting my need. But it took a while. I didn't become a partner overnight. Amen. It's going to be uh, 27 years when I became a partner. I've been with the company 29 years. That's a long time. So 20, I've been a partner for 27 years. Here's another one who didn't give his all. And he was with Jesus all the time. His name is Peter. And in Matthew chapter 26, 69, 75, it says this. Now Peter, and this is what happened. They arrested Jesus and things are happening. And it says this. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard and a servant girl came to him. You also uh, were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. 
Now, I'd be, I'd be pompous, to be honest. Yeah, that's right. I was with Jesus if I was in that. Because what do I got to lose? A beating, maybe, or, you know, getting cussed out for being with Jesus. I mean, if you haven't been cussed out for being with Jesus, then I don't think you guys are ministering good enough yet because you, you need to take some hits. Oh, back in the day when we go outreaching, we'd go to the clubs and everything, and they would throw water, they, the, the employees would stand up on the roof, and they would throw water balloons at us to try to get us away from their buildings, amen. Or you're one of them, you know, you, you haven't done enough yet to get persecuted for the Lord. But watch what he says, he says in 70, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you are talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another servant girl saw him and said to the people, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. 72, he denied it again with an oath. But this time he gets boldness with it. I don't know the man. Back off. But I, 50-50. Think, just think about that. How many of us in here has denied Jesus in front of our friends or family members, co-workers? To be ashamed of what we might be called. And you're wondering why of my walk. What's going on? Go all in for the Lord. You got nothing to lose. You got everything to gain and nothing to lose when you go all in for the Lord. Did you hear me? You got nothing to lose and everything to gain when you go for the Lord. So what if your family gets mad at you? Well, we're family and families are going to... I get that. I know that. I'm family too. I'm still the only one saved in my family. But guess what now? My family respects the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. They're not saved yet, but they respect him. Amen. They come to everything we throw. throw. And my, my parents came and they saw the facility. And I, my dad has never talked to me about the Lord or anything. And he just knows we're Christians. He knows what we do. And when he stood in that parking lot, it, I almost started crying because he looked and he goes, Michael. So when they call me Mike, I'm cool. When it's Michael, something's up. And he goes, Michael. I'm like, okay, here we go. He goes, you know what? I'm so proud of you and Vivian. I'm like, what? And he goes, and this place you have, it's in such a perfect location for your church. This is so great, Michael. Do you know what that brought to me? See, before I would get persecuted by them, before I would tell, why are you serving God? Why are you not coming to the family? But I stood my ground. I didn't give in, amen. I didn't stop, amen. I served God, me and Pastor Bill, with my children to the very end. I did not deny Jesus in front of my parents to make them happy. I don't uh, deny Jesus in front of my cousins or aunties or anybody to make them happy, to please them, amen. I'm not a people pleaser. I'm a Jesus pleaser. Amen. I need to please my father. In 73, after a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, surely, surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Now think about that. Your accent. No, he wasn't British or Scottish or... I believe his accent's because the way you talk about Jesus, that gives you away. Your identity in Christ gives you away. In 74, then he began to call down curses. Here's this man with Jesus. Saw them. Miracles. Was discipled. 
And right there, he's not 100% into the Lord. And immediately a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the words Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. See, the fall of Peter here was because he wasn't serving Jesus 100%. Peter denies Jesus. Peter is even conceited. You find that in Matthew 26, 33. You've got to read that. Here Peter follows Jesus from afar when all this is happening where he should have been right by his side. Right with him. Right us guys, you know, the homeboys and all that. Right, you have homeboys who are together to the end. Right? Batos to the end. We're together. I come from the east side of San Jose, so I'm trying to... Not trying to give too much. Story and King, all those areas, yeah. But you know, we're together, right? You're together. Well, how come we're not together for Jesus when trials come? How come we're not together when persecution comes? Why are we all in when people are coming against us and making a stand for the Lord? Peter then, he also has an evil association with men in John chapter 18, verse 18. He starts hanging around all the evil people. But we're gonna look at something that happens when you turn to Jesus 100%. See, in the bikers, it's called what? 100%ers or 1%ers, right? They're all in. See, today I, I'm praying that people will be all in for Jesus. What do, you, what do you and I have to lose? I have nothing to lose anymore. I have nothing to lose. What do I lose? A friend? I lost many friends. Family members? I lost family members. You have nothing to lose but everything to gain. You have everything to gain what God has called you and I to be for the kingdom of God and to be used for God. And you're wondering maybe why am I being used? Well, maybe it's time for you to get 100% in serving God with everything that is inside you. Giving your whole life to Him. Amen. Yeah, there's going to be trials. There's going to be tribulation. I get all that. We know that. But you've got brothers and sisters and pastors and leaders that can help guide you and strengthen you and get you through this walk together. Amen. Come on, somebody. And the number one person you have is Jesus. Holy, the song we just read, holy. Can you play that? Holy forever. Because he's holy forever. There you go. And these people who gave 100%, one of them is uh, Mary Magdalene. You've heard about her in Luke chapter 8, verse 1 through 2. It says, after this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The 12 were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons came out. Here's this person bound. She trusts Jesus, and Jesus prays for her and heals her and delivers her. And now she has nothing to lose but everything to gain, amen. And she goes all in 100% for Jesus. If you read about her and see it, even when they, they crucified him and even when he was in the tomb, who was there? 
She didn't leave him, amen. She was there because she had everything to give him because why? She was delivered from demons, amen. Why? She didn't go back to her old way. She says, there's no way I can go back to my old self. How many that God has delivered you that you could say, I can't go back to my old self, amen. Come on, give the Lord a praise right now. I don't want to go back to my old ways anymore. Maybe you're battling and it's trying, but today I'm telling you, Jesus will heal you from even trying to go back to your old ways. See, her life wasn't nearly reformed. It was utterly transformed. Some of us need a transformation in Jesus today. Come on. She's a follower 100% to the end. But I like what happens to Peter. He comes around. Someone in this place today, God's speaking to you and saying, yeah, it's time to come around again. It's time to get my head straight again. Anybody in this place, you're like, it's time for me to really start serving Jesus with 100%. That's you. I just want you to raise your hand. That's me, Pastor Mike. You're speaking. I'm ready. I got to get ready. Come on. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, because God is getting ready to do something. I'm going to go really quick. But he comes around because he realizes it's Peter. In Acts chapter 2, 38, 41, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. 39, the promise is for you and your children. And for all who are far, uh, who are far off, from all whom the Lord our God will call. Verse 40, with many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them. There was a plea going out to the people. Save yourself. Save yourself from this corrupt generation. We live in a very corrupt generation. Save yourself from this world, church. Come on, quit giving your ever all to the world, amen, and start giving it all to Jesus today. Come on, give it all to Jesus today. There's some of you, you've been trying so much into the world, and I'm here to, to break the bad news to you. It's not working. That's why you're frustrated. That's why you're a complainer. That's why you're full of anger. Give it to Jesus, amen, and watch what will happen. And 41, those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Amen. Why? Because Peter changed his mind thought again. He went all in for the Lord. 100%. See, Peter went in 100% serving Jesus from this time on. So I ask today, who's ready to give 100% serving Jesus today? If that's you, I want you to stand to your feet right now. If you're truly meaning it, just stand there and lift those hands and play this a little bit louder. Put him up a little bit louder because I believe the Holy Spirit's going to be moving. I believe God's moving in this place. Peter is used by the Lord and 3,000 are saved. So today I want to ask you, how many of you want to start saving people for the Lord and leading them to the Lord? Raise your hand. Well, everybody's standing, so forget this. Amen. Amen. God is moving. Peter had a boldness for the Lord. Today, how many want a boldness for God? I'm talking in your workplaces. Amen. I'm talking at the grocery store. I'm talking wherever I go. I have a boldness. I won't be ashamed for Jesus. Amen. What happens when we do this? We will have the peace. I'm telling you, you will have the peace when you go through trials of life. 
Even though me and Pastor Viv are going through this and all that, and Pastor Omar has had many calls from me, and Pastor Lady has talked to Pastor Viv about our situation, but I'm gonna tell you, I have so much peace. Even though I'm a dad again, I guess you could say it, I have so much peace. You know, I miss my little buddy. That's my little bud. But I have peace now. We give 100%. We have the joy of the Lord. How many need the joy of the Lord again in your life? And we encounter the presence of God. And then we have a passion to see people saved. Oh, okay. There's a few. Pastor Omar and my wife. We have a passion to see people get saved. We do whatever it takes to see people get saved. I want to share this quick little thing that happened to us last week. After church service, some young people were getting saved, and this young man goes, uh, he had got saved two weeks prior, and he came with his mom, and he says, hey, Pastor Mike, uh, and Pastor, I need to get baptized. I said, well, we, you missed the baptism. I don't care. I need to get baptized. I go, well, if you don't mind coming and watching the 49er game, and, and, and when it's halftime, if you don't mind, you're going to work on my time a little bit here, but I have a pool. We'll baptize you. You will? We'll baptize you. Be at the house. So I, me, I'm thinking, yeah, right, there's kids, you know, young. Who's at my house? He is. Not only he is, he brought his mom's with him. Not only is his mom with him, his dad is with him. Not only does he do that, when he walks in the door, he goes, oh, Pastor Mike, forgive me. I invited some friends. I hope you don't mind them coming. I'm, I'm thinking friends. Okay, two. Friends, you didn't say you know, the house is already packed out. We're all cheering. All of a sudden, here comes this group, about six about six of them all. Who are you here for? We're here to see him get uh, baptized. What? Yeah, we're his friends. We, we've grown up with him forever. All of a sudden, his friends are here. So the house is all packed out. I don't even, did we even do, I forget even how we, we just said, okay, it's time to baptize. I didn't even wait to have time. So we got our stuff on. We go into the pool. He's, 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 he speaks about what he's doing. And this is what I'm saying. When you have a passion to be, see people get saved for God, amen. You stop what you're doing and you give it all for God. Do you hear me? You give it all to God. Come on. Give me some of that bait. There you go. Yeah, there you go with me. There you go. That's kind of how I roll in my church. Amen. And then and when that happened, all of a sudden I go, anybody else want to get baptized in here? So I'm hoping the, 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 the teenagers or the young people are going to say, yeah. Okay. What happens? His dad goes, I want to do it. But hold on. This is crazy. So we're like, okay. So he comes in. Now he comes. He's dressed like this young man right here. All decked out. Decked out. We're like, uh, I'm sorry, dude. As you can see, I don't have clothes that will fit you. He was tall, too. A little bit taller than him. But all... He goes, that's fine. I don't care. I want to get baptized to support my son. I'm here to support my son. So I go, okay. Takes his shoes off. Jumps in the pool. I'm like, no, this dude's really serious. See, God is holy. So the mom speaks to Spanish, tells Pastor Vivian something, says, oh, but he's not saved. So, you know, he, he, here's where religion comes in. Religion makes us a pigeon, the old Frosty, right? Frosty? I, yeah, Frosty song. Religion makes you a pigeon. Pastor Vivian goes, don't worry about it. Just let Pastor Mike 
So she whispered, he's like, oh, okay. So I started talking to him. I go, well, first officer, I do respect, please don't do this for your son. You got to do this for you. In order to do this, as you're saying, I'm, I'm getting rid of my old life. When I go in, I'm going to come up new. And when you're coming up new, though, but you have to have Jesus. Have you accepted Jesus in your heart? Have you accepted him as your Lord and Savior? He goes, no, I haven't. I said, well, I had to be bold. See, most people say, oh, it's okay. Come on. Come on, Pastor. I said, let's just do a quick dunk in the window, though. You got my back. I got your back at the next one, right? Type thing. Some would do it, but I was like, no, sorry, sir. Before I could do this, because I'm accountable. I told him, I'm accountable to the Lord. He said, if you accept him as Jesus, as Lord and Savior, we'll pray this prayer. I said, I'm not asking you to join Captivate. You're giving your life to the Lord and you're building a relationship. I said, so what do you want to do? He goes, I want to accept Jesus right now. I'm like, really? He's all like, yeah, lead me. Come on, lead me. So we started leading him, amen. And I said, do you really mean it? He goes, I mean it, amen. I'm like, do you mean it? He's like, I mean it. I said, okay, you ready to get done? Are you ready to go on? He goes, I'm ready to go under. So we baptized him, amen, and he came up. His wife went and told Pastor Vivian that she's sitting in the couch because she looked dumbfounded. After it was all done, she could not believe her husband received the Lord. Seven years, he's been watching him here, going to church and do all this. And she goes, and he comes to this, and he receives Jesus. Why? Because when you're 100% in, God is in it, amen. When you have a passion for people, God is in it, amen. When you've got for souls, amen. No matter your circumstances, Jesus is in it today. So come on, who wants to give 100% today? Make your way up here. Who, who wants to give their life to the Lord today, maybe? You never received them as your Lord and Savior. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com give.